0: It's Monday. That means it's time for us to catch up with our good friend, SEC replay official, Gerald Hodges. If you have a question or comment about the rule book, 656-9900, 656-9900, star 990 is free for AT&T and U.S. cellular customers. The toll-free number, 1-866-656-9900. Gerald's appearance brought to you by A.G. Hines Company, providing building materials since anyone can remember. Gerald, how are you? Doing well, John. Jimmy, how are you today? Doing quite well. well. Yeah. Hope your travel went smooth this weekend. Well,
1: almost smooth, but I, I didn't miss any flights, but it was up in the air figuratively.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and literally. And literally. <laughs> well, no, the problem. It wasn't up in the air. It yeah, was yeah. late. <laughs> Boy, there was just a lot of rain that you either had to fly through or around. We weekly.
1: flew over it coming back, and you could tell it. We were above it, but it was still a bumpy ride. And they warned us on takeoff that we'd have to go through it, so... But uh, we made it, but I literally, they had closed the door boarding. Our pilots were laid on the first leg, like 40 minutes late getting to the airport. Oh, yikes. And uh, fortunately, that airport only has two gates. So I get to Dallas, and they've got acres and miles. of. So I'd go literally to the other end of the airport, but I got on the plane.
0: Well, glad to hear that. <laughs> they
1: shut the door right behind <laughs> me.
2: <laughs>
0: Always great to have you join us. <laughs>
3: Uh,
2: Gerald, I did want to ask you about this. Um, in a particular game I was watching uh, over the weekend, uh, there was um, uh, a pass that was thrown to a receiver, and there was no contact between the defender and the receiver. Okay. But 15 yards away, there was a defensive back that pretty much mauled the receiver. Uh, it wasn't holding, but he hit the receiver. Can you have pass interference on a ball that's not thrown to a receiver?
1: Not really, uh, Jimmy. The pass interference has to be against has to be against an eligible receiver first of all.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, it has to be a catchable ball.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: you'll see every now and then you'll see an overthrown ball where you'll see a flag and one of the officials will throw the flag. He's watching the contact between the receiver and the defensive back, and the ball may be up in the. Tenth row of the stand, you'll see another official come over and say, "Hey, that was an uncatchable pass." Mm-hmm. Uh, now you can't have holding uh, on. You, you can have defensive holding on the play and uh, away to, from the pass. Away from the pass, uh-huh. uh, and then but like a, a lick or what we call a lick, somebody hitting a receiver, unless it rises to the status of a personal foul, something, you know, really uh, bad, uh, you know, and the ball's to the other side of the field. Normally you won't get a flag on that, but you can have holding. And if it's holding on an eligible receiver where the ball's somewhere close, then it is still an automatic. It's a 10-yard automatic first down rather than the 15, you know, with pass interference.
2: So you, you ha- for pass interference, it has to be thrown to the receiver, but you could have holding – 15 or 20 yards away, but you can't have pass interference. Right. 15 and or 20 The yards
1: reason for that being, you could have two receivers come off. Yeah. They may hold the primary receiver, and then the quarterback has to look somewhere else. Yes. You know, yeah. and then so he has to go off his route or, because he's being held. So then you'd get the, you would get the 10-yard, but not the automatic first down.
3: I
2: wanted to ask you about another play that I saw, a horse collar. Uh, there was a player that grabbed another, the ball carrier – by the back of the jersey and pulled him down uh-huh now the he pulled him from about the middle of the back down there was a horse collar does it have to be at the nameplate or above for it to be a horse collar
1: pretty What's much yeah yeah okay. now but no if he grabs his jersey say just above the the belt yeah and pulls him down What is? what intended to do is of course obviously the horse collar a high pull that bends him backwards mm-hmm. and that's that's what they're trying to get rid of you can actually have a, a horse collar maybe, maybe even pull him sideways if mm-hmm. if his legs buckle like that so but basically it's the nameplate or inside the jersey type
0: thing let's go to the phones and talk to randall you're on sports talk hello randall
4: hey guys how y'all doing jimmy john um I know that I'm getting ready to test everybody's memory with my question. Okay. Randall, Tennessee's you got to be March. careful
1: with this bunch, testing our memory.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I do with Jimmy. Jimmy and I are just about the same age, so I, I, I'm in the same boat with Jimmy. Uh, John's a lot younger than us.
1: <laughs> <so>. <laughs>
4: okay. well, I'm not, I'm not even going to get in that. <laughs> Tennessee's march to the 1998 championship. Now I'm going to test everybody's memory. Okay, Arkansas. Uh, they send the ball to the punter. The ball goes over the punter's head. The punter turns around and kicks the ball out of the end zone. Okay. Now everybody talks about the the stoner fumble, the stumble fumble, but. And correct me, and you know exactly the correct ruling. Okay, that's an illegal kick. So where does Tennessee get the ball? I think it was on, like, the two or the three-yard line when that kid kicked the ball through the end zone. Have I okay. absolutely lost my mind, or is that the correct call?
1: Well, that's, that's half of the correct call, Randall. The, if it's kicked from the two-yard line, it is an illegal kick. And you wouldn't you would not believe how many we still see today, you know, in the course of the season. Uh, in some cases, you know, I don't know they I don't know if they really understand the consequences of doing that, but the way the rule reads and it can be anywhere, but if the ball wherever the ball's kicked illegally, uh which a ball rolling on the ground is kicked is an illegal kick, it's a five yard penalty and loss of down, excuse me, 10-yard penalty and loss of down. and Or you can take the result of the play. So if it goes into and out of the end zone, uh, it would be a safety. Or you can take you can take the ball where it was kicked half the distance to the goal if it's that enclosed, if it's enclosed. Of course, also if he kicks it in the end zone and it stays and the defense falls off, you've got a touchdown because you can decline all that. So.
4: Well, see, they, he, he didn't do that. He kicked it through the end zone, and it should have been Tennessee's ball. Actually, I mean, you said it's a 10-yard penalty or a 5-yard penalty. should have been half the distance to the goal because of where it was kicked, yeah. where they were at on the goal line. Tennessee doesn't need the Sterner fumbles. That would have won Tennessee the ball game. So many Tennessee fans don't remember that play, and it drives me crazy.
0: But yeah, Tennessee wasn't given the choice. clear that, that up. You yeah, and now? Randall, um,
2: I think the kick was closer to the four-yard line, not the two. So Tennessee would have got it on the two. But, John, you hit it. Tennessee wasn't given a choice. They should have been given a choice. Do you want the safety or do you want to take the ball on the two-yard line? And the, the choice wasn't given to Tennessee. That was the mistake that was made.
0: But, Randall, we sure do appreciate it. Thank you very much. And do you have a question or comment uh, for Gerald Hodges? 656-9900, 656-9900. Star 990 is free for AT&T and U.S. Cellular customers. The toll-free number, 1-866-656-9900. Gerald, I think we've
2: touched on this before, but uh, Kentucky beats Florida. The fans stormed the field. The SEC fines Kentucky $250,000 because that was their third offense. So you're an official on the field in that situation. What are you doing? you trying to get the heck out of the? We
1: are in a dead run to <laughs> the locker room. Yep. <laughs> the minute that, you know, unless there's some, some replay hanging on and the game's hanging in yep. the balance, absolutely. We tell the officials we actually clear them from the replay booth at the end of each half because of that reason. There might be, you know, it has to be a really tight game and there's a really critical play that we need to re- review. We tell them not to leave the field. We talk to them directly on the field from the replay booth also. Actually, my communicator manager does sitting mm-hmm. right beside me. He clears them. We clear them after every turnover. And then, you know, at the end of each half, we say don't leave until we clear you. But we try to be (laughs) as quickly as possible to turn them loose. So, but yes.
2: And you probably had a pretty good idea based on the way the fans were gravitating toward the field that they're about to storm it. So, you know, from the official's perspective, you need to get out of Dodge before they do and it's the third time it's happened in games I'm aware of but, but you kinda have an idea the fans are about to storm the field, wouldn't you? Oh
1: you do when you're on the field. Uh we had a game at a school somewhere down in Louisiana one time and they uh they won a big ball game and we're running out the tunnel, The kid jumped, you know, tunnels up about twenty feet, you know, where the the road goes, you know out through the tunnel in the end zone. This kid jumped just jumps, it jumped right on my shoulders. Oh. <laughs> and uh, we just couldn't get away quick enough. But uh, you're you're aware when you're on the field, you know, they start closing in, you know, when you can't see the sidelines for the yeah. fans. Yeah. You're aware of it. So you try to make the closest route to the to the tunnel where we're leaving.
2: So we've had Kentucky find, we've had Arkansas find, but at Boston College when they beat Missouri and stormed the field there was a giant celebration because the ACC does not have the same rule as the SEC about being fined.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know the difference in the conference rules, but uh, I did see that. Uh, yeah. You know, they all came down. They were all happy. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we work in a call before we get a break? Let's talk to John. You're on Sports Talk. Hello, John.
5: Hello. Love you guys. Enjoy the program. Got a, a question. It's, I'm from the old school. Concerns drop kicks. We've got a young fellow that can run the ball and he can drop kick the ball through the field, uh, through the goal post. Is that still a field goal? And second of all, if the ball is kicked and a wide receiver, say, catches the ball, is it a touchdown?
1: Uh, you talk about on the kickoff, John?
5: No, sir, this is like a regular so third and 4 and the guy decides to run the ball, and then all of a sudden the last minute he decides to drop kick the ball uh, from the backfield and goes to the post heading that way. But if it accidentally is intercepted by a teammate, is it a touchdown or a field goal?
1: No, if it's kicked and if it's touched by a teammate before the receiving team touches it, the ball's dead. So, if he caught it in the air, if a teammate catches it in the air, then they used to try that on kickoffs, too. They would kick it, you know, kind of pooch kick it and have one of the covers coming down catch it in the air. But the minute he does that, the ball's dead. So,
0: is the drop kick still a le- sure.
1: legal move? Drop kick is a legal kick. You can do it on a kickoff or, you know, an extra point. Yes, sir.
0: All
5: right. Can you and it is his instance, no,
0: it. Go ahead. What were you going to say, John?
5: Say, I'm sorry. Can you do it? Let's say he's, uh, he's run, decides to run, take the ball and run just before he gets to the line of scrimmage and he decides to kick the ball, drop kick it. it yes, a, he he can do that.
1: It has to be behind the original line of scrimmage. If it's kicked beyond, and sometimes you'll see these, you know, rugby-style kickers, uh, they'll run past the line of scrimmage and kick it. Well, In that instance, as soon as he kicks that thing beyond the line of scrimmage, it's dead at that spot, so. As long as it's kicked from behind the original line of scrimmage, it's it's a legal kick. It's just like punting on third
0: down, whether you plan it or not. Yeah. <laughs> John, thank you very much. Now, I will say this. Is a drop kick viewed as a specific kick, meaning is it only viewed as a field goal try or... If somebody's backed up in their own end and they were to, for whatever reason, drop kick, would it be served as a punt in that instance? Yes, you can. Okay, so a drop kick can be. But it
1: has to be immediate. In other words, you can't drop the ball and kick it while it's rolling on the ground. Gotcha. Like, it ha- yes. Yeah, that. It has to be a. It's, it's a specific kick. And that that would it's be, hard to do. I've yes. tried it.
0: Yeah, I've, I've <laughs> done it a couple of times, yeah. and it is. It, it, it takes some work. Um, but I would imagine it has to be like you you being able to uh to uh to spike the football in the shotgun it has to be an immediate move right yeah um to it just kick it it's, yeah. it takes a you time. you can't look to the left or look to the right and then get the uh protection there right okay back to the phones we go it's cap who joins us next good evening how are you
3: how you doing fellas? got a question for you all right with the, i you got, you know, in, in the offensive-defensive line, you've always seen these feelings, these hands to the face, hands to the face. And we're worried about all these uh, neck injuries and head injuries. Now, you got a 200-plus offensive back running down the field who can probably press at least 300 or more. Guy comes to tackle him. He puts that hand straight into his face. Is that not a concern? With the you know with the strength of that at running back hitting a, a a tackler directly in the face.
1: Oh, uh, sure. You can have hands to the face on the offense or defense. It, you you can have it on either one, and it's called frequently.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: the, but the ball but carrier when has the right, a stiff arm. You can use the stiff arm, but you can't grab the helmet or keep it prolonged up under that up under the face mask, and that's where they're going with it.
3: Right. I'm not talking. I'm not talking about grabbing the face arm face mask i'm saying you take your hand you're running down the field and you put it into a, a, a defensive man's face just his helmet is that not considered did you not think that could really hurt a person with that stiff arm
1: it we probably could stiff arms are an effective weapon for running backs uh unless it's actually a blow and so far it's still legal to do uh, of course also those uh those a lot of those defensive back with the weight and weight training they got, you know, their their neck is pretty strong. But, well, really- yeah,
3: but I'm talking. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm just talking about that direct blow to the head. By a, a offensive back running down the field, a direct blow to your head with that hand. They don't consider that could possibly, you know, be very harmful.
0: As he's answered it twice now, it's still legal, but he can't linger. He can't grab the face mask, and it can't be a blow. Yeah, right. Yeah, that that
1: may be where you're going. He can't he can't swing it and right. make it like a club or a blow. That would be a striking foul.
0: But he has the but opportunity it's, it's, to right, defend
1: yeah. it. Exactly. If he keeps that arm straight, out, that's where he gets the name stiff arm. You know, to where he's not okay. using it as a weapon.
2: We've seen Derrick Henry. But, uh, throw people off of him but if he he hit their helmet or their face then that could be a penalty on on a running back would, yeah if it's a
0: significant blow right. yeah, melvin yeah. gordon for the broncos running back got flagged for a face mask yesterday for a stiff arm okay yeah it can happen yeah. yes sir and he hooked the guy's face mask to get that call right all right cap we appreciate it let's go next to jd you're on sports talk hello jd
6: yeah, uh, that last uh, call kind of stole my thunder. It seems like if a, if a defensive lineman just touches the offensive lineman's face mask, it's a, it's a penalty. But if a, if a guy stiff arms a guy as what you call it does for Titans and knocks them down, it's, seems like he's creating more of a possibility for injury. But anyway, you answered that. My other question is, I watch football a lot called Den Pro and they'll be, <laughs> There'll be a, a discussion if a, if a ball is placed, whether it's a touchdown or not, you know, it's so close. They'll measure it, look at it from every angle on camera they can find. And it, it, it might be an inch. It might be a half an inch. And finally they decide that it's not a touchdown. And invariably, I won't say never, but it seems like 90% of the time they don't spot that ball within an inch of the, goal line it's it's a foot or farther back is there a rule that you cannot spot it that close to the to the goal line
1: there's not a rule uh but in it's hard to put a ball just say half four inches inside that it's hard to spot it that accurately so uh it uh you know typically you'll see it maybe on the one foot line typically the centers yeah. come up and they'll they'll kinda of roll the ball around and get it, you know. So it's gonna move around a little bit before they ever snap it. So we try not to put it close enough that they roll it the touches across the goal line, but that it's not wouldn't be a touchdown, but it'd be an illegal snap, so uh yeah, you know, well, they'll try to put it within about a foot, probably no more than that.
6: Well I I've just wondered that because they go to such effort to declare if it's a go if it's a score or not and then they don't usually put it back where it was the ball was uh advanced
1: to. So yeah, they, wondered, they try okay. to, yeah, they try to get it close. Of course the other thing yeah. too, then when you line up the shotgun, you know, it's seven yards back since as as they snap it, so that one or two inches on the goal line's not gonna help much. <laughs>
6: yeah, Unless they're under center. Unless they're uh,
1: under yeah,
0: center. Correct. That's exactly right. Sure.
6: Okay, thank you.
0: Yes, sir. J.D., we appreciate it. Let's go next to Sandra. You're on Sports Talk. Hello,
5: Sandra. Uh, hello, gentlemen. I hope everyone's well. We um, are. Thank Mr. you. Hodge, well, thank you. Mr. Hodge, when, uh, the first um, time you were on this year, Jimmy was going over the new rules with you, and I believe I understood that um, every game was going to be reviewed after the the game was over. And it was going to be possible, um, you were looking at hits, and it's going to be possible to get a targeting call, even um, if it wasn't called during the game. And I was just curious to know, have there been any infractions or suspensions this year, um, according to that rule? Um, And I'll uh, listen to your comments. I hope you guys have a great evening. Thanks for taking my call.
1: Sure, Sandra. You've got the biggest part right. Where that happens is if I can – the FCS divisions, where they do not have replay, uh, they can request that the conference review a hit during the game and they can can assess any penalty they feel equitable. But in the – in Division One football and even most FCS conferences, if there is replay at the game, then they will look at it at the game. Now, where they, the conference could get involved if there is say there is a fight breaks out, and then they will hand out penalties for the players involved in fighting by using video. But typically, the uh, the targeting calls are are looked at and decided upon during the game.
0: Final segment for us with Gerald Hodges. Let's get right back to the phones and talk to John. Hello, John.
5: I've got a question for the ump. What exactly <laughs> is pass interference? Because that seems to be the big call this year. Everything seems like if you just throw the ball far enough, you're going to
4: get a pass interference call this year. I don't really understand pass interference.
1: Well, I don't. I don't see it from the booth as being... Being that much, I think one thing you see is there's a lot more passes being thrown. Is one thing, so that that could run you. The the pass interference rules haven't changed. That you know there has to be uh, contact with an eligible pass receiver, and the ball has to be catch, catchable beyond the line of scrimmage. I mean that's that's a real basic you know description of it. But uh, uh, I hadn't seen really any. Large uptick in it, but uh, it, there again, it could just be the number you know, everybody's throwing the ball around quite a bit more.
5: Now I've watched a bunch of games, and it seems like that's the big call. It's like, are you going to let them play or not let them play? So, I, I mean, I don't understand how many calls they, they, they're making.
1: Well, the, the basic like rule so that was my position. About. That was my position during the, on the when I was on the field, and the basic rule says that to have pass interference, you have to have an obvious attempt to impede the opponent, whether it's offense or defense. So, uh, you can get tangled feet; the two receivers are both looking back at the ball. It's a it's a heck of a call, but there's no intent, so there's no call.
0: Yeah, I do think that uh, one thing that can be frustrating, and I I think it was in at least one game, and I'm sure more than one over the weekend, is that when you see contact from each side and yet only the defender gets called for his contact when, for instance, the receiver might have been the first to put a hand on the defender, and then the defender puts a hand on him, and, the, and he draws the penalty. It's, it's
1: tough. I mean, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to decide which which of the contacts really throws the opponent off stride or whatever puts him at a disadvantage, I guess is the best way to say it. So. Oh it's it's one of the, it's one of the tougher calls
0: on the field. And let's see if we can't work in a quick call from Jeremy before the end of the show. Hello,
5: Jeremy. Hey, how you doing? Um thanks for taking my call. I had a question about targeting, specifically like in the Tennessee Florida game, um there was a punt receiver or a punt um yeah, it was, it was uh being recovered and the the guy didn't call a fair catch until Tennessee player was within one step of him and, and he had already I guess basically launched and then got called for kick catch interference and targeting because he had launched for the tackle I was just wondering you know it seems like kind of difficult to throw that hand up at the very last second I know that receiving a punt is also difficult but I just it's, it's kind of you know at that moment how do you stop your momentum if you're already Mid air, You know, that's the, I guess, question I have. And obviously, he had to sit out for that targeting call and lost the, the rest of the game.
0: Uh, yeah, we talked about this some last week, and we sure do appreciate it, Jeremy. Jeremy and, and as you pointed out, Gerald, you have protection and the opportunity to call for a fair catch until the ball arrives. Right. You can have, you can have kick, kick
1: catch interference without having a, a fair catch signal. He has the right to catch that ball, whether he signals or not. So
2: He get, hit him before the ball was yeah, caught, whether yeah. it was a fair catch or not. Right. If so you, you get, get there, there early. The exactly. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. And then the penalty, of course, grew into targeting, right. which was yeah. another matter all to itself. Right. right. But, uh, hey, Gerald, we always appreciate it. Uh, Thank you so very much. Hope you have a great week. I'll do it. I'm off this week, so. Oh, even better. Maybe. Maybe that's better.
3: Fair (laughs) point.
1: But anyhow, enjoy it. I'll do it. Good good to be here. Thank
6: you.